my biggest thing for that scene is they walk in, they, you see the 13 skeletons and the yeah. one not having a skull. And she walks in there and is like, ah, it's a hive mind. 13 physically separate beings with one unified consciousness. They're greater as a whole than they are separate. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> Where was that written? Yeah. Like all that we've learned up until this point, they taught them farming, irrigation, probably gave them some technology, formed a little key trap thing. Yeah. The fuck do you know that you walk? It's a hive. Shut the fuck up. How? You're you're spouting off bullshit. Welcome to A Cast With No Name. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. This is episode 59. 59. <laughs> this episode, <laughs> we discuss the 2008 action-adventure film Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah. that's about right. It sums yep, it up. Yep. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, don't forget to visit our website, acastwithnoname.com. Uh you can listen to all the episodes, visit our YouTube, links there, all that stuff. Rank us or like us on... Please. Yeah, just, just do yeah, it. Yeah, give us some just feedback. Do what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Do we suck? How hard do we suck? I think you're talking about this movie, Jay. Oh. This. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what do you think about Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? I didn't like it. <clears throat> I didn't like it when I saw it, and I haven't seen it since theaters. Oh, so you only saw it the one time. I saw it the one time. I remember not liking it at all, and then watching it again just made it worse. <laughs> it just made it worse. It's like a sore. You just keep picking yeah. at it, and it. Well, and I, obviously, we. I watched these. I watched it after the first three, so it just kind of intensified my uh, <clears throat> displeasure of it all. Yeah, <laughs> the whole experience. Uh, so I think it goes without saying you didn't like it. I really wanted to. <clears throat> I mean, I. I don't hate it. It's just I don't hate it either. It's just, it's just in comparison to the other three, it's, it's like not good. Yeah. And it, I had a feeling like it's, I went in when, during the rewatch, I went into it and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to find, I'm going to find what I like about this. Yeah. Like, cause I, at least I wanted to try and figure out what didn't work. Um, because it's not, I mean, it's a lot of people don't like this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's a little uh, it's off and there's a couple things that i found that um i think that just don't work well with these types of movies but um i remember when it came out um i was looking forward to it it was um but similar to dial of destiny it's not getting it wasn't getting good mm-hmm. uh, I buzz guess, buzz before it came out. Yeah. And of course I was thinking, I was like, well, eh, maybe, maybe people just suck or something like that or yeah, whatever. And I watched it and it was, it was fine. Um, I mean, I guess what for you, what are some, well, let, let's hopefully you guys watch this. If, not, <laughs> if, if, uh, if you didn't rewatch it, um, well, it starts off with a CGI gopher or prairie dog, yeah, and um, <clears throat> going from the Paramount logo to the the go the gopher mound, the go yeah the the prairie dog yeah gopher Is it a prairie mound. dog I don't know something doesn't a, matter it's a rodent yeah burrows in the ground yeah 
coming up like a turd. Yep. Um, but what what I guess top of your top of your head. Yeah, the, the number one gripe I have with this movie is too much CGI. Yeah. It's it 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 sets it. I just don't. I'm not invested in this. There's no weight. Mm-hmm. It's all I can tell. Everyone's on a green screen. Even the physics of the stunts, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, a lot of stuff just explodes out of nowhere, and there's no impact on the vehicle that created the collision. Um, just every you can tell everything is on a green screen, and everything is digitized, and it just doesn't have the same weight to it. That's mm-hmm. my biggest gripe with the movie. I just it feels fake. Yeah, but the other the first three don't feel fake. The yeah, and it's. I mean, I think there was, they said there's like 30% of the shots had computer mm. and had enhancements or was digitally made. Yeah. And, um, of course, this came out in 2008, um, almost 20 years since uh, Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. And uh, Harrison Ford, I think, was 64 at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, his character was 58. Yeah, it takes place in 57. He's born in 1899, so he's 58. Um, uh, yeah, the, the like the jungle scene, um, watching that, that was actually shot in a jungle. They were in Hawaii, um, but they had, like, everything has a mist or a dust in front of it. And, yeah. And I know why they do that. They do that because when you composite digital shots you typically want it either in the background or if you have it in the foreground, it needs to be very, very crisp and clear. Right. And you, you play with, uh, when you composite, you also want to play with the focus of the shot, depending on how far, like what the focal length is. You want to make sure it matches the focal length of the lens. So that way it kind of blends into the scenery more. Um, but with like the jungle scene, they had, they shot it in the jungle, but they had a lot of road to work with and like for the vehicles to travel down. Um, which is the smoothest jungle I've ever seen people yeah. drive down to where, yeah, no jostling or anything. Like yep. I, I go on those rumble strips on the side of the road when I fall asleep and I drive, <laughs> as one does. And yeah. uh, it's very safe, Jay. A little bumpy. Um, <laughs> After you've had your you, fifth of jack. Yeah, fifth of jack, and, <laughs> and I'm just cruising the streets. And, yeah. uh, or you, you drive on a cement road. Cement roads are like on the interstate uh-huh. or something a little bit more bumpy than what the jungle was. But it's as smooth as a baby's ass. Yeah, but they <laughs> threw in more foliage and trees and shit like that to yeah. make it look faster and stuff like that. But then the result of that is if it doesn't get covered up by motion blur as far as the compositing and you need to blend it in more, the easiest trick is to add dust or some kind of particle like right. fog or mist or something to kind of uh, put over the hard seam lines of where what was caught in camera versus what is putting in put in there uh, by computers. And um, it just leaves everything with like this just weird dust that doesn't react to the physics of the moving vehicles and the yeah. motion that's going through and the wind mm-hmm. and everything else. And um, now you don't, I mean, you may not notice it when you're looking at it, but your, your head will pick up on it and it'll it'll just not it'll just read as fake to yeah. you and it reminded me of like a fast and furious movie yeah a lot of the shot i'm like this is just not good yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't look even even remotely real mm-hmm. and and i don't like that log cutting thing 
that yeah. forest cutter. I don't know if those existed back then or not. It sure Doesn't shit matter. didn't look real. <laughs> no. Like if someone showed me that, I'd be like like today, I'd be like, that's a fucking joke. Like yeah. who would design that? Uh-huh. Um, and the speed at which they were going through, it would, it would not be cutting through trees like butter. Yeah. Like that shit. Um, in, I don't know. I'm, I was, not, a, I'm I w- not a logman, a wood, a woodman, woodsman, uh, a woodsman, uh, yeah. a yeah. lumberjack. Yeah. Uh, tree feller i'm not a tree feller yeah they fell trees they right um i see what you did there i'm not (laughs) (laughs) you're so good with words (laughs) um so maybe those exist but i yeah it yeah it just doesn't yeah didn't hit and i i remember watching it and thinking that like why like the whole scene with uh mutt williams shallow buff's character swinging through the jungle with monkeys i'm like why did they even do that What's the point? I think it's because they realized that it looks fake. So why not add a, a scene with Shia LaBeouf swinging through the jungle with monkeys? Because it kind of fits in with the whole tone of the movie anyway. Yeah. What do you think? I. It's the dumbest scene out of all of the Indiana Jones movies. I. But yeah. we'll see when we watch the new one. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why it was in there. It th- Tonally, this movie just felt off. I remember the first time I saw it. Um, yeah, the opening. I mean, first off, like all the, I guess, bondisms they had in these movies, they I felt like they just threw out the window in this. Yeah. Um, the cold open, if you will, leads directly into the main storyline. Yeah. So there's no side adventure that he was a part of. Um, yeah. Well, it's teenagers listening to Hound Dog. Yeah. Drag racing with some which, army guys, so you know yeah. you're in the fifties, right? Yep. <laughs> and which was a callback to like American Graffiti. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, that which is that didn't bother me. It uh, the nuking the fridge didn't bother me. Um, when I mean, but with the first time I saw it, I was kind of getting excited. Because it was bringing Indiana Jones into a new era. And what I felt, the shot that I felt um, that they were kind of going to build on and kind of be the theme of the movie was um, they set off the nuclear blast. He hops in the fridge. Fridge gets flown uh, for 500 miles. And uh, he comes out of the fridge and climbs up the hill. And then you see that. Mushroom cloud, mushroom cloud, like which I love that shot. It's a good shot. Um, and what I thought was going to be one of the main themes of the movie was Indiana Jones has now is now living in an era where human technology is just as devastating and powerful as the mystical artifacts artifacts that he has hunted in the past Mm -hmm. so all the supernatural all the religious like pretty much the power (laughs) of god is now in the hands of humans and i thought that that this movie was going to kind of play off or expand on that to where he would be more of a not out of place but just kind of over his head with a little bit of that Mm -hmm. um to where maybe he would be an adventure that he's just not as useful as useful or maybe equipped i don't want to say like antiquated because um obviously it's his adventure and they didn't do that but i just thought that they were going to kind of touch on that because i thought that was a great opening shot and just kind of like 
look at the look at the power that humans have been able to create. Right. And then you think back to his adventures, and I saw I thought it was going to be more of a nuclear yeah. story or something yep. to that effect or something like that. But you, you know, I was surprised Jay watching this. I remember I remember everyone giving shit that uh, like why aliens and get everyone's just piling on Shia LaBeouf and his performance and how awful he was. And I didn't feel that at all. Both of those aspects. Mm-hmm. Like I understand why they went the alien direction and it really didn't bother me mm-hmm. honestly. Cause I mean, it's in the fifties. That's the whole era of yeah. UFOs and it made, it made perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And even like the artifact itself, the crystal skull and then the ultimate ending when the alien comes to life, like that didn't, that didn't bother me either. And even uh, Shia LaBeouf's performance, like Shia LaBeouf's performance didn't bother me at all. I thought mm-hmm. he was fine. Yeah, I thought he was fine too. Yeah, I mean, he did a really good job. I just thought the story itself was just uneven, and the relation, like when Karen Karen Allen is like, I don't know what they did to her, but they made her like, she had more like, a, I don't know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Recklessness. Yes, recklessness and like uh, resolve. I felt like she just went th- went through the motions, like she <laughs> she was kind of like uh, just reacting. Didn't really have anything other than other anything to do other than to just react to the situation, mm-hmm. rather than just have her own like agency. I guess. Yeah, which I for think, lack of a better word. And I think the the fault of that is, I mean one of one of the main things I think that this movie suffers from is there's too many people tagging along. Yeah. Um, you have, I hated Mac. I didn't understand <laughs> what I'm like, what are you, what's the purpose? And they even like, uh, like referenced it. I, this was like self-awareness where he's like, what? So you were a triple agent now? And I'm like, oh, so they're shitting on their own character. Yeah. It's like, this is dumb. This is ridiculous. They, um, yeah, they had too many people like, so you, so you had Mac who, I mean, he he's just the guy that screws them over. Yeah. Multiple times. And, but there, I mean, you have. Indian Mutt, Mac, and then you have Marion, and then you have Oxley. Oxley, yeah. So you have five people all hanging out. <laughs> um, uh, John Hurt's character, I think they could have just, I mean, I don't know. Did I, they need? No, they didn't. Right. And Yeah, they could have just removed him. He He's a normal person at the end after they combine the, the Crystal Skull, but in their... It's. I didn't care about him because we weren't introduced to him before. If it was now, if it was like Abner Ravenwood, yeah, sure. That that that's someone we've heard of, especially with Marion involved. It's and funny you say that because when I watched this, I thought that was Abner Ravenwood. See, uh, first time I, I saw, I was, like, I was like, "That's Abner I, Ravenwood, right?" Oh no, this is a different guy. I'm like, that, that's what I thought it was sense. supposed to be. And I was like, "Why do they keep calling him Ox?" I was like, "That's not fucking." They didn't bring in Abner. I was like, "Why is an Abner Ravenwood?" And, yeah. it, and the only thing I can think of is, did they say he died or something in one of the previous movies? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't know if he was. I think. Oh wait, <laughs> we're awesome critics. Are I we? think he might. I think they did might have die? said that he died in Shit. Raiders or something. I don't know, but um. Well, he should. I, I don't know that for sure. If he wasn't, if he's not dead, they should have had Abner Ravenwood. And if they, if he's not dead, and they chose not to have him in there, I imagine it would have been to maintain the surprise of Mutt being Indy's son. I think which you knew that right off the bat. I think everyone knew that before yeah. even going to see the movie. Yeah, and um, so I, I think 
they should have if they should have had anybody in there, it should have been Abner Ravenwood because then it would have been Indy's family. Mm-hmm. Like if they wanted to go that route. Um I think uh yeah, too many people uh and too many people you don't care about. Um like Oxley didn't care about um Mutt I mean, Shia LaBeouf did fine playing the character that was written. Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah. I was just like, oh, like a young indie. Oh, calls him old man. Yeah. And they originally his character was supposed to be a daughter. <clears throat> okay. Um, like, a th- I think like a 12 or 13 year old daughter for indie. All right. And um, this is earlier in the drafts, like back in the 90s when they started writing this. And. Uh, Steven Spielberg chose not to go that route because he felt like it was too similar to the Lost World. And mm. I get it at the time, maybe Lost World was more in people's minds, but that's that Jurassic Park 3. Like, it's not the first Jurassic Park, so it's no one. I don't think anyone would have made those comparisons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now, maybe the relationship in the script was similar, um, but it was going to be a daughter and. Um, she was going to kind of be more studious. Um, and then they changed it to a son and originally Mutt was going to be like nerdy mm-hmm. and everything, which I think might've worked better. Um, but then again, maybe they chose not to do that because it would have been too similar to, um, Indy carrying around, carrying his father through the adventure and everything else. Um, but I, I, it's, it's those relationships. I feel like, is the main reason the movie doesn't work because there's no stakes. There's no, you're not invested really in the characters you're invested in Indy, but you Mm -hmm. know, he's going to live. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I feel like, I mean, I know at the time, at the time they were probably thinking, Oh, we could have a spinoff of like Mutt, Mutt Williams adventures. Yeah. Which great name for Like it's a, it's a, really good name for yeah. like the adventures of Mutt Williams. And I mean, it sounds <laughs> like an Indiana Jones yeah. spinoff yeah. and they did a great job with the name and, but like him caring about his motorcycle and then him playing with his knife. And instead of having a hat, he's got his comb and, yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> look at you. You're like a marketer. They <laughs> got put the comb in there. Yeah. Put the comb in there. Yeah. It's like, like a greaser. Get the knife. He's like a greaser. Um, I do like that scene in the diner though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Get that dirty greaser. <laughs> they pull back. Like you just see like <laughs> the preppies and the greasers. And that, that made I, me I laugh. like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, it, I, I just, I, the biggest thing I think is probably those relationships. The second biggest thing is the action scenes. Um, they're, they're awful. Yeah. They're so They're, bad. They and I was because when Marion drives the the um, aquatic vehicle yeah. off the cliff, lands on the tree, and the tree kind of slowly goes down and then drops them in the water, and the tree snap backs and like hits people off a cliff. I was like, that's a fucking cartoon. Yeah, I know. Not not just visually, but just the physics of it. Yeah, and it, it's a gag. It's like something I would see in Looney Tunes. Yeah, and yeah. I was like. People like and I. I merely thought of the bridge scene. I was like, the stakes of that were nuts. Like, yeah. they thought they were going. Like, that was their only option. Yeah, was well. I hope we can hang on because 
if not, we're going to die, but this is our only option. Right. Um, and the physics were real because they collapsed an actual fucking bridge. bridge. Right. And, and they filmed it. Yeah. Granted, safety rules, sure, unions, sure. all that. You can't do that stuff anymore, but there's ways you can go about it to making, I feel like, look real. And it, I think part of it, um, over the top, um, the action, uh, or sorry, the stunt coordinator, uh, different stunt coordinator, uh, than the first three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the one that worked on the first three movies, he was doing uh, The Mummy, uh, oh. Emperor's Tomb, or something like that. The, the third th- one? The third one. Tomb of the... the Dragon the, Emperor, or something. Yeah, tomb something. of the Chinese, dude. Um, <laughs> Jet Li is his name. Sorry. He's a national treasure. He is. I think Never China. ages. Well, he does now. So oh, does he? Yeah, he's... Did I just touch on a, <laughs> on a nerve? That's sad. Oh, man. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I, I he's he's fine. I just think he like I think he has some kind of immune condition or something. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, but yeah, he aged like it was like he was in the Expendables Part Two, and then it was like a year later he's in public, and I was like, holy shit! Uh, and he's like, I'm fine, I'm healthy. It's just, of course, I mean he was old in Expendables, but they yeah. just dyed his hair jet black. But yeah, probably. Um, but uh, <sighs> going to. Going to a special Feel place. good about yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they didn't have the same stunt coordinator. Um, and the cinematography, everything looked blown out. Yeah. Like like overexposed. Like, like everything yeah. uh, had a shimmer or a shine or something. something. Like, yeah. It looked too glossy. Yes. Like um, everyone, like Kate Blanchett. I think did a fine job. Yeah. She looked like a, like a, a doll. Um, like mm-hmm. everyone looked like a porcelain doll. Yeah. Everyone looked fake. Like they had like a, a snap filter or something on. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Like a and, Snapchat filter. And they, uh, it, it's, yeah, you're right. It, it, it lost the, yeah. Indy was dirty at the beginning. Mutt gets dirty in the jungle. But I mean, when you think back to temple of doom and Raiders, and a little bit, uh, I mean, well, hell, yeah, even um, Last Crusade, people are sweaty. Yeah. And, like, you see the sweat stains on their on their shirts, and, like, you can feel the heat, and you can you can just, uh, or the mugginess. Like, he's, he's walking in uh, Hawaii at the beginning of Raiders, and everyone's just drenched, and because it's hot and it's humid, yeah. they're in a jungle. <clears throat> they shot in the same Hawaii. Yeah. And everyone's just... Yep. Oh, we're door. driving along. Oh, yeah. my son's in a sword fight. It's uh, like the Jungle Cruise. Oh, watch your footing. Yeah. And like, you, that's your son. Like, yeah. I, I, who, who happens to know how to sword fight, by the way? Yeah. Have some <laughs> urgency yeah. in the situation. And I feel like everyone, and maybe it was on purpose, but there was, and I fe- think that was just a lack of stakes. Like, no one felt like, I, I didn't feel like anyone was taking it seriously and i'm not not their jobs but just the their characters in the situation yeah it felt like they weren't taking it seriously um and yeah they acted like everything was gonna be fine mm-hmm. yep and um which goes back to my point like why would you put a scene in there where you're swinging from trees with monkeys yeah it's because they knew well this is come on guys mm-hmm. this is a you know it's a fun caper yeah. yep it's a, it's a saturday morning cartoon and yeah and i man, and I think that those things I think have have a lot to do with yeah. it. And it just kinda combines into one thing. It's just it just comes off as weird. Um I did and I, I, I didn't like how quickly 
when uh, Marion was reintroduced, and Indy finds out that Mutz, Mutz's son, how just like, like there was no, yeah, there was no reflection on what the information that they just all found out. Yep. Like, oh, just be fine with it. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, now make a joke, Indy. Yeah. Oh, like, you go on, to school, son. young yeah, man. You're going to school. I'm like, I'm what? your father. And they're like, fuck off, dude. I know this like, is weird. Like, yeah. It didn't make any sense. And yeah, all of a sudden he knows how to be a father. Like just out of it's just like, out of nowhere. So David Kep wrote read the, wrote the screenplay. So yep. it's like, oh, this is where this is where we can interject some humor. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not humor doesn't come out of a revelation like that. If anything, it's like confusion and yeah. resentment. If anything, mm-hmm. it was just it's stupid. Yeah, and I think if they wanted to, if they wanted to have Indy have a son or daughter, I think it would have played better if one it was just the two of them, mm-hmm. and. Or you could still introduce Marion at the halfway point, but have her have a purpose. So right. like, so say if they kept Mutt being nerdy, like he was more studious, but he took fencing in school right? just because he went to some preparatory sure. school in England. Give, and th- give and that, some sort of explanation. Yeah. And to where, but have Marion be overprotective right. of Mutt. Have, uh, and um, not be, oh, watch your footing. And to where Mutt's whole thing because you could have him be a nerd. He runs into Indy because he wants to help his mother, but he is um, incapable of being on his own. He's not as self-reliant as his father. And so he goes, he seeks out Indy, and you could either say, like, you could he could either reveal it to him or he could do whatever. It doesn't, like, the, the reveal doesn't have to be a surprise. Um, because you could even have the cold open be something completely arbitrary but maybe it's marion and indy i mean this is before de-aging and everything but maybe it was something kind of alluding to the fact that he may have a son and then Mm -hmm. oh he meets a son so um or daughter and but he's more studious he's more reserved he's not self-sure um and then you have that be his arc to where he can he becomes a little bit self reliant because he is um exposed to his father or uh interact like takes cues from his father right um yep you have marion learning to let go and then at the same time so that would be her mini arc and then you could have indy learning to become a father yeah to where at the beginning he just doesn't know how to he he doesn't know how to cope and so he like the journey throughout the movie for him is just learning how to be a father mm-hmm. and um, maybe he's a little bit more standoffish to where Marion learns to let go and Indy learns to accept and love like his yeah. son. So I feel like that could have like they all three that way could have had a little bit better arcs. Um, granted, I mean, all this has just occurred to me, but the, I've had the benefit of seeing this for 10 years or 12, 15 years now yeah. that this movie has been out. But yeah, um, I feel like something like that would have been a little bit better. You leave out Oxley, you leave out Mac um, and you still probably could have had the crystal skull thing. Yeah. I don't think you needed Oxley. No, you don't. And it, it like was he just, doesn't present any piece of information that they couldn't have figured out themselves. Yeah, or had written down on a right. book or a parchment or on a right. wall or something. Like when and, when when they go to the temple, uh, I don't even know what t- the temple was, but with all like the the indigenous people there, they're attacking mm-hmm. them, and they're like, "How'd you get here last time, Ox?" I'm like, "I don't know the skull." That saved you from all the the flesh eating ants. Yeah, <laughs> like when you just held it out there. I'm sure that's probably how we got through this, guys. Mm-hmm. It, it was just so dumb. And, and back to like 
how you could have rewritten this. I think, like, do you even need to have the arc of, like, oh, this Indy has a son? Maybe Shia Buff's character is like an apprentice of Indy. And they go on a nice little adventure together. Yeah. You can still have Marion in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe introduce her like Julianne Moore in Lost World. Like, she went off on an expedition in search of the same thing mm-hmm. that you happen to be searching for right now. And the the Russians have her captive too. And then you introduce her that way. Yeah. And then dive into just the Indian Marion relationship and not have the son there to. It's like an extra weight that you have to explain away. Sure. Yep. Through, so you don't need that. So mm-hmm. you could. I don't know. You could have. You could have. There's alternate ways that they could have gone. That this way was just dumb. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. And um. Yeah. And I'm not. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they. Maybe they played around with different things. They were probably. I would imagine they were probably just in their own heads thinking, well, we can't have it too much like last crusade because you need to get that shit out of your head yeah like there's a reason why people like that stuff yeah, yeah. um i didn't even i didn't like like when mutt and india are in that first uh b- burial site and there's just indigenous people there waiting i'm like wait there's others waiting here yeah like all the time like why <laughs> like why are you just waiting here just hanging out or, or the people are like in the at the temple uh, at the end yeah like, and wait, they so just you, come out of the wall out, so you're just sitting and, like there? they're just fucking sitting there waiting it's like jesus like how they get it like every day morning they wake up to get their coffee and then they're like oh all right gotta put myself on the wall again someone convinced spielberg like wouldn't that be cool yeah if they came out of the wall yeah someone was like well wait so that means they're just sitting there like like what's the reason why are they in there like why can't they just be in the temple right like they live there yeah like i I feel like that would have been funnier to where like they they go down this trap thing and then they go through this this big open room and then there's just a shit ton of guys there. Yes. They're like, oh fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something. But um He's like, Well, they didn't have to explain it in Lord of the Rings. The orcs just come out of a- everywhere. Yeah, they're fucking creatures too. Yeah. They're like <laughs> the goblins. They're mythical. You mean the people the, the creatures that live in caves? Yeah, they came out of the caves. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they live. Yeah. And they're and then the at the end, you know, you have the face melting scene, like the the the, the heart grabbing the heart scene, and then and then uh, um, <clears throat> Walter Donovan, you know, aging rapidly in Last mm-hmm. Crusade, and then the what's her name, Arena Spalco, Kate yeah. Blanche's character, Isaac's like how blood. she biffed it was so anticlimactic and dumb, and mm-hmm. it's like I want to know. They were talking about like all the knowledge and stuff, and mm-hmm. I thought that would have been more. There's been a better payoff other than just like skulls merging and then all these blurry lines going into Kate representing all this massive knowledge she's getting. She yeah. just disintegrates and just stupid. I uh, it, was, it was not it was not good. My biggest thing for that scene is they walk in, they, you see the thirteen skeletons and the yeah. one not having a skull, and she walks in there. It's like ah, oh, it's a hive mind, thirteen physically separate beings with one. U- unified consciousness they're greater as a whole than they are separate i'm like how the fuck do you know that (laughs) where was that written yeah like all that we've learned up until this point they taught them farming irrigation probably gave them some technology formed the little key trap thing yeah the fuck do you know that you walk it's a hive shut the fuck up how you're you're spouting off bullshit like you don't know what you're talking about and because that information is coming from nowhere. Plus, it doesn't add to anything. Like, they could have just completely removed that line, and it would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. Like, I would not have been sitting there. 
oh, I wonder if it's a hive mind. Because that would never cross my mind. Yeah. As far as being a... Th- You're right. Like, it's just stupid. It's a, it's a fill in the gap thing. Like, oh, we have to explain that somehow. Because yeah. we didn't really explain it, you know, two hours into this movie. So we have to have her say something about it. You don't have to explain shit. Right. Just, you don't have to say anything. Just leave it. And... Yeah. Um, because, I mean, they... Yeah, I guess they're technically not aliens or interdimensional beings. Okay. Uh, um, I, it's I, between the space in between spaces. Yeah. Like, so it's a space? Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> so it's a space. It's like, it's like over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who wrote this? <laughs> uh, David Coop. Oh, and oh, a lot of people wrote this. Um, oh, really? So it wasn't just him? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, they've been, uh, I mean, they've been working on this since the 90s. They, oh boy! Um, oh God! Oh boy! They're, they they had some pretty good names, um, but uh, so M Night Shyamalan was brought on to write a draft. Oh, okay. I don't think he actually touched it though. Okay. The um, you had Frank Darabont came on, oh. and when he wrote it, um, it was called City of Gods. I think. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, like City of Gods, and then it was like uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, then George Lucas wanted Kingdom in there, um, and then... Uh, <laughs> it doesn't sound right. Yeah. You know what we need? We need Kingdom in there. <sighs> get, get, God, George, you're a genius. Give it, give it some <laughs> gravitas. Um, but, um, so yeah, city of gods, uh, the destroy, uh, Indiana Jones and the destroyer of worlds, um, Indiana Jones and the atomic ants, the atomic ants. Yeah. So you knew that those ants were going to go away. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think, yeah, they had several different people like go into it, but George Lucas had this idea for the crystal skull thing. like, I think way back doing the uh, TV show with Sean Patrick Flannery, The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, it was going to be an episode on that show. Um, because, I mean, the Crystal Skull is a thing. They're not elongated like they are in the movie or whatever, but I think there's, like, a couple of them or something yeah. like that. And people are like, oh, how'd they make them? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. probably rubbing Crystal with a fucking cloth or sandpaper. You know what else they didn't have in this movie? What's that? No booby traps. Yep. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. It's so stupid. That they had a, a, a key thing that everyone kinda knocked stand out of and well, I guess so I guess dumb. the stairs, but that's not worth it. Oh yeah, and then to enter the, the final room, they're like, What do we do? Oh, I don't know, put the skull out again and just press it up against the wall. <laughs> You've been doing that up to this point. Just just bust the skull out. It's yeah. the, it's it's the it's the skeleton key to everything in this movie. Yeah. It didn't uh ugh. It's so lazily written. It sucks. And well, it feels like five people wrote it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Steven Spielberg actually came out after, like years after, because is it wasn't during the press junket sure. of Shia LaBeouf <laughs> yeah, shooting was, on this movie and then like, getting fucking blackballed by fucking Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Um, which I I get it. He was young, and I mean, I think Harrison Ford called him a fucking idiot. He's like, because you're supposed to sell them, you're supposed to promote you're supposed the to movie. sell it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta sell and, it. He's but, not wrong. Uh, yeah, and he, yeah, he wasn't wrong. And um, and I think 
don't know. I, I would not be disappointed if Shia LaBeouf was in the next one. I don't think he is, but yeah. Um, I wouldn't be disappointed if they brought him back. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I think it's like he, he wasn't it, wrong. I mean, he's a and Shia LaBeouf's a good actor. Yeah, he really is. I don't know why people give him so much shit. It's because he is, you know, kind of weird. Yeah, per, but I mean, he's a really good actor. Yeah. But um, but, but even Steven Spielberg said he wasn't a fan of the MacGuffin, the Crystal Skull thing for this yeah. movie. But he said he's like, well, George was really into it. He's he's like, I was going to direct his vision like I have for all the other three. Uh-huh. So, um, he's like, and he's my best friend, so I'm not gonna say no or whatever. Right, but right, right. He, he should have said no. Uh, that's that's a good quality. I yeah, mean, I get it. Um, and it's not to <clears throat> not to shit on all the people who worked on the movie. I'm sure they worked really hard. God, but it always comes down to the script. Yeah. Is the story good? Yeah. It doesn't matter how hard you work. If that's not there, then it's going to be a shit movie. Mm-hmm. The, um, the other thing, uh, well, just a little bit more trivia. Uh-huh. The refrigerator and the nuclear bomb thing. The lead line one? Yeah. Okay. Guess where that concept came from? George Lucas? The initial draft of Back to the Future. Really? Yeah. Because originally, instead of a DeLorean, it was going to be the time machine was going to be a refrigerator, and but then the Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale were like, "Well, we don't want a bunch of fucking kids trapping themselves in the refrigerator <laughs> and killing themselves, so let's make it into a car." Um, but good choice. But that was actually the um, that was actually the climax of the original uh, screenplay was and even had shots like because you could go like if you go to the making of the back to the future the storyboards look very similar to the atomic city or atomic cafe area um with all the houses and everything else and then you have that big uh oil rig thing that drops the the bomb drops the bomb and but the the way to he was going to originally get back to 1985 was he was going to be in the refrigerator and they were going to ride the the shockwave, atomic shockwave into the future, or something because that would generate the power to uh. power the refrigerator, and so they they were going to drive the refrigerator there, and then it would just gotcha. Instead of a one point twenty one gigawatt gigawatts of uh, lightning, it would be the nuclear bomb. Interesting. Um, so that was taken from that, but the uh, <coughs> but yeah, a- the I'm glad they went with the DeLorean though. <laughs> the yeah, I'm glad they went with the DeLorean. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. Like you said before, the aliens never bothered me. Yeah, no. Um, I think I, I mean, the Crystal Skull is just dumb. <laughs> like if they, if they, if it was, if it would have been a different artifact, I, I don't know what they would have used. I mean, I think the Crystal Skull is the only thing that I'm aware of that people are like, oh, alien technology kind yeah. of thing. Other than like maybe the pyramid. So, I mean, maybe it would have been cool if he was like, in South America or in Central America in the Mayan pyramids and off to find something, then you discover that it was aliens or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Aliens didn't bother me uh, because a lot of, I think a lot of people were like, well, it's, it's not the same because, well, the Ark and the Holy Grail is, I mean, so God exists. So, so aliens exist now. And I'm like, well, Temple of Doom, you had the magic rock. That that existed and had power. So I mean, right now we got it. I mean, that was a Hindu thing, I think. So yeah. like, you got at least two gods. You got Buddha in there. You probably got some uh, some Muslim magic somewhere. You got yeah. the Latter Day Saints rocking it out. You got. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's there's uh, <clears throat> a bunch of different variations and 
All sorts of stuff. Yeah, all sorts of gods. You probably got the, the Greek gods. They're probably oh, yeah. a thing, and they're all just chilling up there yeah. uh, with the aliens. That's so right. I was like, I was like, wait, wait, an arc that melts people's faces off? That's believable, but where you draw the line is aliens. So, okay. All right. Yeah. So aliens never bothered me. I think that, but the juxtaposition of 1950s, because... 1950s, you think of like the G-Men character. So you had mm-hmm. the janitor from Scrubs in there yep. at the beginning. Um, and kind of more, you, you, you get the, the hot rodders and the the, yeah. the, the preppies and, and everything else. Um, mixing that with the visual aesthetic of Indiana Jones, which is more 30s and 40s, I think probably threw some people off. Mm-hmm. Um I, so just saying that, I don't know how Dial of Destiny will do because I think, what's that, the 70s? I th- like think s- late 60s, early oh, late 70s, 60s, sounds, 60s. something like that. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, because I think it's like 68 or something. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't, oh, wh- I haven't looked too much into the movie because I, <coughs> yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't um, want to either. I was kind of surprised. I remember everyone complaining that uh, Harrison Ford was too old, but obviously I, I've seen him now. Mm-hmm. And he looks fine. Looked yeah. good in this. I I, th- I thought he was fine. Yeah. He didn't look too old to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean some of the uh, some of the running, uh, the stuntman I think did a great job. Yeah. Running, doing his run. Sure. Because um, when they're in the uh, warehouse and he whips yeah. the light and he goes to swing onto the truck, like the way he's running on top of those boxes, I like God, I was like, yeah, that's a sixty-year-old run. Yeah. And the guy swings, I'm like, oh. That's a pretty good run. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty good old run that guy had. Yeah, but yeah. um, but no, I mean, I thought all the stunts worked. There was a couple weird cuts that you could tell that they were just kind of playing with it, which is fine. You have to do that. Uh, but no, I thought he looked great in this. Um, he moved well. Yeah. Um, and he didn't feel old when he's like just being there talking, working. Like when he's getting scrubbed down mm-hmm. from after the nuclear yeah. fallout. I'm like, oh, he looks good. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't look like frail or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, what actually his measurements, like he fit in the same costume. Wow! Like they didn't have to alter it at all. Wow, that a boy. The um, yeah, does his kegels? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his Pilates. His Pilates. Um, and which isn't Harrison Ford in like tantric sex or is that Sting? I don't remember. Oh, I don't know. Who knows? That's he's got. I know heart. he's got an earring, so he's all yeah. hippy dippy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Smoking he, weed. Dude, was, Harrison we, Harrison Ford had an an earring before having an earring was cool. Yeah. Back in like the eighties. Yeah, I remember seeing that, and I'm like, "Sure, you want to do that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some people could pull it off. I don't think Harrison Ford. I don't one think of the so people that can pull it off. No, definitely not. Um, uh, but I thought the and then another another, I guess criticism I have is the, the art of like I didn't understand why the crystal skull was hard to find because it seemed like the aliens wanted to be complete. Mm-hmm. So why would you make it difficult to find like the Holy Grail or the Lost Ark or whatever if you want to be whole so that you can fly off in your your mm-hmm. flying space disc? And in I don't know it just it felt different because like the, with the Ark and with the Holy Grail there is this uh, promise of like power like if you find this you're like all powerful there's mm-hmm. like there's a benefit to you. I didn't really. Did they really communicate what the benefit was of of bringing this back to its rightful place? I don't think they really explained. I mean, I guess the Russian lady was like, "Oh, I'm 
to learn knowledge or something, but they didn't. They the only thing they referenced because they they talked about a city of gold right. or treasure, uh-huh. and then at the end they say, "Oh, knowledge was the real treasure," which was very sun, you know Saturday yeah. morning special. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Grandpa. Thanks, thanks. Go sl- go sleep on your couch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, I it's think not that was what you thing. know, it's who you know. And, like, because, thanks, Dad. and that's the thing is that, yeah, there wasn't a clear reason because when they talked about it earlier in the movie, they were just talking about like El Dorado, um, City of Gold, and uh, some myth right. about some treasure or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. okay. So, I mean, I guess... I mean, I, yeah, it just wasn't as because I got to admit, I, I'm I was lost. Like, I'm like, why are they bringing this back to the? Yeah, why are they doing this again? Why no, do they just throw the, just, the just skull out? It just said just... return in the wall. It was like return, return, oh. return. And I'm like, like, why are you doing that? Yeah, like just, how about how about we how about not? You, how about you just bury the crystal skull in the, in, in, a, in a ditch somewhere yeah. in the middle of the jungle and then just leave? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. Why are you doing this again? Yeah, I don't know. Well, he, he, he looked into the skull and he's like, it told me to. Oh, kind that's of a right. Thing. So I guess maybe he would slowly go mad. Well, that's didn't. just dumb. But they really didn't explicitly say that. Yeah. I guess they inferred it, which last episode we were talking about how it inferred, <laughs> but this is just sloppy writing. Yeah, it Because is. we don't like it. If we liked the movie, then it would be genius. <laughs> that's true. It, help, it helps you fill in the mental gaps if you actually like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just shitting on everything, like, why the fuck are they doing that? Yeah, <laughs> dumb. But, I mean, more of the story is the things that I remember people not liking about it. I actually didn't mind. I just like a lot. I hate a lot of stuff that people never talked about. Yeah, the yeah, and I don't know. And that I gotta say the uh, Dovchenko, like the Russian henchman. Yeah. His name's Igor Shinkin. Mm-hmm. God, he's aggressively Russian. Yeah, he is. He's like, if you were to make a Russian, he was even. He looked like a caricature of a Russian. He was so Russian. Yeah. He just had the, you know, like the square yeah. chiseled jaw and like the tiny, tiny eyes. He, he looked like an older version of uh, Dolph Lundgren from Rocky. Yeah. 4. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, so I don't know where they found that guy, but man. Yeah. That that was. There was good a couple. Casting. There was one guy that uh, I noticed. I don't even know if he had a line, but he was in the. Uh, he was in the opening scene, and then he was like. He was uh, a little bit later on in the movie too. Um, oh, I forget this guy's name, but he was in Deadwood. He always plays mm-hmm. a uh, a Russian. Um, oh, hold on a sec. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ilya Volok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. was in Mi- yeah Ghost Protocol, Air Force One. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he does play the Russian. Yeah, uh, he was in there. Uh, he, he's the guy that like shakes his head in the car, yeah. telling the guy not to race the yeah. kids. Which yeah. I I like that moment. Um, I remember chuckling in the theater the first time I saw that. He just like looks over at his CEO and he's like, "Yeah, no," and then he does it anyways. But um, yeah, things I uh, liked about this movie. Okay, yeah, I liked Karen Allen. Not a fan of her character, yeah. But I thought she did a good job going back into that character after not playing her for almost forty years or mm-hmm. thirty uh, years. thirty years, and um, so I enjoyed her in it. Um, I thought Kate Blanchett was fine. She's phenomenal 
and everything. It's just that she is so good at acting, period, that I felt like they didn't really write her character well in the movie. Because I'm like, well, she wasn't that memorable. Yeah. And... She isn't really that memorable. No. She's not. And uh, she's definitely probably my least favorite villain. Yeah. Um for that reason and it's not her fault because she's Galadriel she's played mm-hmm. Hepburn and the Aviator I mean like everything she's in she just nails and she's very very good and this movie I was just like oh, that that's a waste <laughs> uh, so I was, I was disappointed that but I mean I think I think she did fine with what was written um the uh she really chomped into her wobbly woos <laughs> As he said, Eastern Ukraine. <laughs> um, what else? I thought. <laughs> Indi- I, I mean, I thought Harrison Ford did good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I do think parts of his character, though, I think just weren't earned. Like him immediately becoming like, oh, "You're going back to school." Yeah. And like uh, that that shit writing. Um, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, that that would be the only thing is like his character I wasn't a fan of, but he acted like he still like it felt like like an older indie. Yeah, um, I liked how because he actually insisted not to dye his hair because he wanted to show his age. Sure, yeah. Um, Why wouldn't you love that decision? Um, and uh, Jim James Broadbent was okay. He had a small part, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's Shia really tough. I mean, all Jay. the acting. I mean, all the acting was fine. Yeah. It was, um, it was just, yeah, the whole thing was just too cartoony. No, I mean, Very. Not, and not just with how it looked because of everything shimmering and looks glossy, but. Um, the dialogue, the yeah, story. The dialogue, the story. The, the choices. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was bad. The, I, I like the, uh, oh, what did I like? It's so- the motorcycle scene. I was watching that. I was like, they're not even like they're they're on it. Like maybe they rode a motorcycle. Maybe they rode it at low speeds. Yeah. But the thing that was killing it for me, I was like, there's no wind. There's almost like it felt like they just had a fan blowing in front of them. Yeah. And because I mean, their clothes weren't whipping it like it's not like they were going super fast. And um, I don't it just it didn't feel. It fell off, yeah. Yeah, it didn't feel real. Didn't feel real. So, Jay, with all that being said, everything we just talked about, yes. and what I hated the most about it was it didn't feel real. With the previews you've seen of The Dial of Destiny, which is the next movie that we're going to review on this podcast, do you feel good about No, because it that? still has that same look. Exactly. And, so, and the funny thing is they said, like, oh, we kept, we shot this on 35mm film Kingdom. We shot this on, we shot Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls on 35 millimeter film so we could maintain the same look. Like, you did not do that at all. Like, it didn't look the same movie. It didn't even look the same genre. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked like a comic book. Yeah. And e- even some of them say, like, oh, yeah, we got we got that comic book look. And I'm like, but it doesn't look like a comic book. Mm-hmm. It looked like a- an adventure, f- like, it looked like an adventure film. Like, if someone was out shooting a documentary. Like it almost looked more documentarian, not with the the camera angles and everything else, but just the look of it. It looked more, a lot more real. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, with what I saw, seen of Dial of Destiny, like it still has that same shimmer and yeah. that weird, that weird glow. A lot of CGI. Yeah. So and I'm 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 clinging to the everything hope. looks soft. <clears throat> right. I'm clinging to the hope that the story's at least good, and like like I said, I hope the dialogue is earned, the situation is earned, it makes sense. The artifact is fun. There's some stakes to make up for. I mean, I could one. be wrong. Maybe the visuals will be good, but from what I've seen, I'm like, oh god, this is reminding me of Crystal Skull. Yeah, and all too much CGI. Yeah, it looks too polished. Yeah, and um, yeah, it it looks like it might be missing the grit. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, last bit about Kingdom, and sure. then I want to talk about one or two predictions I have. For, okay. Uh, um. So last bit of Kingdom. Uh. The Communist Party of Russia mm-hmm. at, uh, asked to ban this movie or censor this movie because it portrayed uh, Communist Russia in a in a poor light. Okay. Yeah, no one gave a fuck. No one responded to yeah. those. So <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> but I found that funny. I was like, oh, you guys think you still matter. <laughs> like, you know, the fucking wall came down in like 89, right? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um. It didn't work, guys. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> Move <McDonald's>. on. <laughs> um. Who said it? Once it, once McDonald's enters your country, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, they can kick fucking rocks. But um. So, Dial of Destiny. Yeah. So every single, um. Indiana Jones movie starts off with the Paramount logo. Yep. What's and, it going to transition then to? Dissolves into a mountain. Now, which well, it's not a prairie dog mountain. Like well, what kind of mountain? Well, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Disney now owns it, and I'm pretty sure they're going to be doing the distribution. However, I don't know if Paramount's involved or not because originally, back in the late '70s or early '80s, when they did the contract, they actually did a contract. Paramount did a contract for five films. So I don't know if Paramount will actually have their logo in this or not so if Hmm. they use the paramount logo what do you think it'll dissolve into just a a a large steaming pile of shit (laughs) i like it that's that's one option i don't know (laughs) i think if it's a paramount logo an hourglass with the sand dropping. Oh, look at you. Kind of forming a mountain. That you, just occurred to me, too. You clever I was like, bastard. what should, well, I was like, that's not going to be a mountain. They've done a mountain. They they did a gong. They did a prairie dog. They did a, a mountain in yeah. Utah. And I was like, how was it going to be? And then Dial of Destiny, one of the popular theories is that has to do with time travel. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Um, which I hope it doesn't. But if they do, I hope it's just, uh, I hope they handle it well. But we'll see. Um, it's time travel. I know. Every movie's been doing it. It, it works, Jay. They're not original in Hollywood. <laughs> but I'm so half expecting a fucking multiverse that, version that's of my thought is, yeah. uh It'll be a an hourglass. That's actually. I'm actually. I will be disappointed if it's not an hourglass. Cause that's that's a pretty really good, good idea. That's a I very just good farted idea. that shit out too. That is it's a like, f- that is a phenomenal. Thirty idea. seconds while I was asking you. 
Um, I was like, to shit, show how I was easy like, this fucking yeah. shit is. We don't prepare for these shows, guys. <laughs> yeah. So it's like <laughs> just come. They just come. Yeah, right? we, we come. We come, come up with the uh, the questions, and while he was answering, I I was like, fuck, what do I? No, I would be I disappointed if it doesn't. That's a good idea. Should be. That is really, hmm. Um. Now the other option is they don't use the Paramount logo, and it's the Disney Castle, and they dissolve the castle into something, which the easy opt out would be a castle. A castle. Yeah. Which could because they're bringing back the Nazis. Uh-huh. It could be like a castle in Germany somewhere, right? Um, or the same castle from the Last Crusade. Call back to that for whatever reason. Hey, re- remember this? Remember guys? this, guys? You like this movie? Remember, you're gonna love this one. <laughs> if you like that movie, buckle up, buckle up, <laughs> Buttercup. You're in for a sweet spin here, baby. So yeah, I, have you? Other than trailers, have you? No, I refuse to. No, I'm not going to read any early reviews because I don't trust anybody who sees a movie two weeks before it's released. Mm -hmm. To me, that that's that smells of conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Um, I've already I'm already seeing reviews on YouTube about the Dial of Destiny from like channels with like over two million subscribers, like the the usual YouTube reviewers. I'm like, I don't trust anything that they say. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. what are they going to shit on it? And then they're not going to get invited to the next early premiere. Yeah. So, I mean, I just don't. Yeah. I'm just going to avoid it until I actually watch it. Yeah, which we'll say this now. If we ever get invited to a premiere, we will give it nothing but positive reviews. Nothing but positive it'll, reviews. It'll be the biggest oh, dog shit. Hey, we like free shit, but we need a little bit more followers for that. So, I know. Uh, I know. I didn't say that I fault them for it. I'm just <laughs> saying that I know I, I know where you're coming from here, and I know it's not genuine. Yeah. No, they, they, we will never see an early release no. because no. we probably would shit on it if it was a probably shit turd. Um, but yeah, I haven't either. Um, I watched, I think the two trailers they they mm-hmm. released or they whatever. Come out, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I I'm interested. Like, are you looking forward to it at all? No, no. I'm, if I'm being honest, no. I don't, yeah. I'm not expecting it to be very good. I'm. I'm not. I, I I want it to be good. I hope I it's too. good. Yeah. I I don't think it will. I, I do. I am looking forward to some of the action scenes. James Mangold, at least in the past, I like the way he has used CGI in the past, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Ford <laughs> v Ferrari. Um, he just like he does the small shit. Like he adds cones. Like when yeah. they're taking the uh, the GT Ford GT out for a spin, and he's like, uh, Matt Damon is driving uh, Ford Junior or whatever, yep. who, whatever, um, driving, and the, he like he just added cones in those shots, and it just because the camera was following, and they didn't have to run over orange pylons and everything, but just adding small shit like that that just kind of like amps it up a little bit, yep. increases the speed. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what. The action set pieces. I hope it's kind of grounded a little bit mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. There's a sequence I saw in the trailer on a train that looked a hundred percent real. Yeah, it looked piece dark. Of shit. <laughs> a dark like muddle. Really dark. A lot I, of, was snow there? Yeah, probably. There's, a lot of there's snow. gotta be some particles to cover yeah, up yep. the fucking the snowing. Um But I mean I loved that's what's disheartening because I, I want it to be good because I love James Mangold. Mm-hmm. He's made... God, yeah, what, he, he has... Logan a, is probably my favorite... Might be one of my favorite superhero movies ever made. Yeah. 
Uh, Walk the Line is awesome. I love Identity. I like 310 to Yuma. I mean, he's he's yeah. made some great movies. Oh, three, three, yeah, 310 to Yuma is it's awesome. awesome. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what he does. I hope... I mean, the de-aging looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, from, from what I understand, I guess a good portion of the beginning of the movie takes place with him being de-aged. I just hope it's not so good that it's like, I kind of wish the whole movie was him de-aged yeah. back in the thirties. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I, well, if it if there's a large portion of the movie, like say I don't know, a ten minute scene with him de-aged, I hope they do a better job than they did at, with the Irishman, where just the physics, because mm-hmm. like there's uh, there's an infamous scene where Robert De Niro's beating up a guy, oh yeah, it, but he's like he's got it's like T Rex arms, it's like it, eighty year old Robert De Niro trying to beat up a guy, it doesn't look good, yeah. Doesn't. So and and I don't know if Harrison Ford was acting in those scenes yeah. or if they used a, like double. a double. They should use a double. Why they wouldn't should. You? Absolutely. Yeah. Why um, wouldn't you? I mean, you're fucking replacing the face anyways. Might as well. <laughs> um, I mean, but I imagine they, I would imagine you would shoot two different scenes. Very, very similar. Yeah. Because if you're going to spend that money doing it, I imagine you would just set up your <clears throat> camera the same way. Yeah. And then you'd have Harrison Ford act his way. And then you have the double in there mimicking the movements. Yep. Just to make it easier to. I did hear face. that with reshoots. And all that. This is like the t- one of the top two most expensive movies ever made. It's like north of three hundred million dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, because there's rumblings that it needs to make like nine hundred million worldwide in order to break even with marketing costs. And I don't know if that's going to no, happen. No, they're they're like it, panicked. If it's good, yeah. If it's a good movie, it'll get there. Yeah, because if it's a I mean, if it's a, I mean, it's not going to be a Last Crusade. Like, I'm not going in thinking it's yeah, going yeah, to be yeah. a Last Crusade caliber. But if it's, I mean, even if it's Temple of Doom, like, yeah, if it's anywhere close to the original three, I'm going to go see it again, mm-hmm. and because I'll probably just go see it with my dad whenever yep. he wants to go. And, um, but yeah, I. I don't. I don't. It's I, tough. Well, I, none of I, I them. None of them made nine hundred million worldwide. Yeah. Well, I mean, the ones in the eighties. I mean, sure. They usually ma- well. Uh, Last Crusade made four times its budget. That's good. So, um, <clears throat> if this makes four times its budget, then it's good. But I. Oh I, boy. I don't know. Um, uh, I, I. Who's the head of Lucasfilm? Kathleen Kennedy, I think. Yes. Oh boy. With what she's done with Star Wars and now, what Willow and now, dude, if she's, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, I would say, uh, I would say, well, she's been involved with indie since I believe Temple of Doom, uh-huh. so yeah. um, she knows what she's doing. But I, I also was super excited when she took over for Lucasfilm. <laughs> when Lucasfilm was bought out by Disney and I was like, Oh, they put Kathleen Kennedy. I was like, great. Yeah. And I saw the force awakens. I was like, okay. And I saw the last Jedi. I was like, fuck this. Fuck, (laughs) fuck this. This is so fuck. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, so Kingdom of the Crystal Skull made seven hundred eighty-six million worldwide ten years ago. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I I think this. Sadly, I mean, I think, and maybe deservedly so. I don't know, but I. Um. I like the poster. Dallas Destiny poster. Looks kind of cool. Yeah, uh, it's Photoshop, I, but they, I like they, I like Mads Mikkelsen. I do like Mads Mikkelsen. So we'll see uh, how he is. Antonio Banderas is in there too. He's in there. I mean, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're fucking grasping at straws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karen Allen is, I think, is in it again. That'd she, be cool. She comes back. I didn't know that. Um. We'll see. Maybe I'm, I want to be pleasantly surprised. I don't like spending money on things that suck, so we'll see. Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting Top Gun Maverick to be my favorite movie last year, like at all. That's Tom Cruise, though. At all. I was not anticipating that. Um, so if I can just get a solid indie movie, that'd be fine. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be better than Last Crusade or Raiders, just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the best one. I just think... Uh, I mean, Sala's back. Yes. And he's got like five minute part. I kind of want short round to show up. <clears throat> that would be so cool. Yeah. Remember him, guys? Just just bring everybody back. Just bring them all. Don't They're worry all... about the plot. Don't <laughs> worry about the plot. We got, man, look, short round. Jones and friends. <laughs> yeah. You call him Dr. Jones. You doll. call him Dr. Jones doll. Yeah. Um. Well, anything else on the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? And do you recommend it, Jay? If you're a completionist, <laughs> <laughs> yes, then yes. I I don't I No, I I, I Well, I, I like it fine. It's it's not this it, there's just something missing and it's not so much that it ruins the rest of the movies or anything like that. It's just I I think that Steven Spielberg, when he directed this movie, he was entering the age of realism. And like, cause the dark Knight came out the same year as this, this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that he couldn't direct action. I, I, it didn't feel like his heart was in it just because of the amount of, because originally they wanted to do a lot of things practically and then it just kind of oh, fuck. I would do that in CG, do that in CG, do that. In, like I just feel like they were compromising yeah. on the quality, and um, maybe because they thought it would be easier, and they think, oh well, the technology got here enough, it it'll look good. It it felt like the passion wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what I'm hoping James Mangold will bring to Dial of Destiny, like just a want <clears throat> to want to make a good indie film. Um, but I don't know if he, he didn't lose his touch with action because when did war of the worlds come out? 2004. That was like four years. Yeah. Four years before this. And minority report that I, yeah. And those I felt were good. I mean, but you also cared about the characters. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was probably where this one fell through is like, you really think, I mean, I'd, Shia LaBeouf did a good job, but I didn't care about Mutt. Like yeah. he was kind of a dick. Yeah. 
Um, or like, oh, I'm a tough guy. I'm like, all right, dude, you're like five foot tall. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't. When I think of Indiana Jones, I, I don't think of this movie really. Yeah. Not that you can't watch it. I mean, if if you if you like the character, sure, I guess. Um, Harrison Ford does a does a fine job. It's just the story's not as good. Here's what I'll say about it. What What are you gonna say about? All it? right, because I'm just ram. I'm grasping at whatever you are. I can yeah, find. Jesus, you're juggling I'm over there. <laughs> You just love the character so much that yeah. you want it to be good. You're, yes. you're, you're, you're. I'm apologizing. You're talking for crap. it into existence. Yeah, <laughs> it's not crap. But it's... I, so I wouldn't recommend it if you hadn't. Like if you hadn't seen India at all, and I, I, am I going to say you need to watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? No, I'm not going to say that. So no, in that aspect, I wouldn't recommend it. But like you said, if you're a completionist, the only way I would watch this movie again is if I watched the first three again, and I was like, well, now I got to watch this one because. It's the next one. Mm-hmm. Just not going to stop watching. Yeah. Am I ever going to put on Kingdom of the Crystal Skull just to watch it on a Saturday? Yeah, it won't be like no. a solo play. Like, a, no. oh, I want to watch a Jones movie. Uh, Kingdom. Yeah. Never. That's never no. going to happen. No. Um, it'll always be right after last. Exactly. Crusade. Yep. Um, and I'll watch it again. I'm sure. Just like it. I mean. <laughs> You're going to hate fuck it? <laughs> oh. oh, boy. I mean, th- they're going to come out with a new box set in 4K. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. One Style of Destiny comes out, and I'm going to buy it. Yeah, yeah. It's They got you by the balls, man. They do. and Real hard. And it's fine. I, I'm... <laughs> It's yeah. It's definitely number four on the fucking list, and oh, yeah. it's far, far number four. I hope Dial of Destiny <clears throat> is replaces it yeah. as number four. Um, I hope it but replaces I, Temple of Doom. Oof. Yeah, that'll be tough. It'd be tough, but um, but I'll I, I'll watch them. I mean the the character. I like the character so much. I'm willing to watch yeah. a two hour shit. Yep. So. Yeah, that's what we've come to at this point, Jay. And it's not, and it's, it's just a, it's and I and I think it's not, it's not a bad movie. It's just mediocre, and I think that's the biggest downfall with it is because people grew up with Indiana Jones and they were expecting the world, and I think it was just a no-win situation, and that's the only reason why Dial Destiny. I'm tempering my expectations, hoping to be pleasantly surprised because yeah. I mean the early. The early rumblings that I've heard, I haven't read any reviews, but the early rumblings is that it's not good mm-hmm. um, or that it makes the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull look like the original trilogy or something. Oh, and I'm like, fuck. But everyone well, is so super <clears throat> positive or super negative anymore that, I mean, yeah. all in all, I think this movie, it, it, it was just mediocre and it was average. Yeah. And it suffered because of that, because I think everyone just had expectations to the top of the mountain, like, oh, he's yeah. coming back. And then um, it's just people built it up in their mind for so long. And um, I I don't know. I, other than revamping the story and replaying with the characters a little bit, I think you yeah. would have had to have some completely different product to even remotely maybe have a chance. But yeah. Um, and maybe they just overthought it. Maybe they overcooked the idea there, that maybe there was a good because originally, like, was it? I think it was Last Crusade. Uh, 
George Lucas wanted to have one take place in a haunted house. Like, that's a bad fucking idea. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just, no, no. Not, it's not in a house. I was like, you already did that with Temple of Doom. That was pretty much a haunted house. Yeah. It's, no. And I, th- I think maybe they had a good story at some point, but throughout the years, throughout the 15 years they were writing this thing, it probably just got so muddled and lost that they just lost perspective. Yeah. And they were probably second. They, I know they wanted to make a good one. They No one goes into these things ma- wanting to make something that's mediocre or uh, none of them were hurting for money. Yeah. Um, at the time. So I, I'd like to think that they wanted to make one. Um, and I think maybe they just second guess themselves so much that like, fuck, I can't, I can't do it anymore. But, um, what, what I fear though, is I don't want them to destroy Indy's character. Mm -hmm. Meaning that I don't want him to be like some aging old, like buffoon who's kind of, Oh, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> or just he just do, he makes stupid decisions and and does stupid things throughout the movie, to where somebody else is like I have I have a, I have a worry that like the the new leading lady in the movie is going to like lead the adventure, and Indy's kind of dragged along. He's not really leading any of the decision making. He's more of like the sidekick idiot. Yeah, and and they, and then they're going to try to highlight her. Mm-hmm. To make her more the hero of the movie, I don't want to see that. I want to see Indy be the hero, uh, make smart decisions, not be a complete buffoon the whole time. Be, be like he is, and even in the Crystal Skull, he's not an idiot or anything. I mean, he says stupid things like that's more of like the the, the dialogue and the like. You, you need to go back to school, like that's stupid. Yeah, it, it's, and out of place. But yeah. he, it, 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 for the most part, it's his character. Yes. Yeah. It's his like you can believe that. Indy saying that. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think what I agree. I don't want them to. Uh, d- I don't want them to destroy the character. What I do want to see is I want to see an aged version of like what kind of person would that person turn into? Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they're going about it, but I hope that they use uh, was it Phoebe Waller. Bridge? Yes. I don't want to say Phoebe Waller Cates. Fleabag. I call her Fleabag. Okay. <laughs> um, what I think she is probably going to be, and I hope that she ends up being, she plays the goddaughter, obviously, from the trailers. Get a drink for my goddaughter. No one talks that way. <laughs> um, get a drink for my sister-in-law. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, my second cousin twice removed, yeah. Steve. <laughs> Give me a drink for my ex-college girlfriend's roommate's cousin's son dog babysitter. Um, what I think that I what I hope she's there because I imagine that they're going to open it up. I imagine the cold open is probably not going to be some random adventure. It's going to be whatever's related to the overall story. Um but it's going to be, I imagine the cold open will be Indy being younger and some adventure that he was on mm-hmm. previously. And it showed the way I imagine, I, this is what I hope they do. He's young at the beginning of the cold open. They go to the present day and he's just apathetic. He's a dean of a college or something. He's just working. He's, he doesn't go on adventures anymore. He just He doesn't have a spark for life. And 
then his goddaughter shows up and kind of reinvigorates that. Maybe Karen Allen's just like kind of like you just sit in a fucking chair. You do like, what do you like? Let's do something mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he just maybe he's like somewhat apathetic or he's just like yearning for something or like some kind of regret or whatever. But I like I hope the way they use Phoebe Waller-Bridge instead of the main hero, like, oh, let's build her up and make Indy look like a fucking idiot. I, I hope it's more of she's kind of the spark that ignites the okay. sense of adventure yeah. in him again. And <clears throat> to where he's kind of she goes to him needing help. And he's like, really fine or whatever but then throughout he just gets that spark for life again or mm-hmm. something and he just like turns back into like you get what i'm saying yeah i get you saying yeah. so like if they start off to where he's kind of like an apathetic character i won't be disappointed as long as that's what they're planning that was like that's the arc like i'm in my sunset years i'm useless or like right, maybe right, right. he thinks of that of himself yeah and then discovers no i still have I still have something to offer right. kind of a thing. I hope that's the way they go about his character. I hope it's not like how you said. They just yeah. destroy the character to where <clears throat> yeah, they turn him into a buffoon or an idiot mm-hmm. and uh, everything else. Um, I agree. I Yeah. I Cautiously optimistic. However, yeah. if the past is any indicator with how they handle legacy heroes. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's a bad time, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else? Uh, no. I I think that's it. Okay. Um. So by the time this episode airs, yeah, it will. Dial of Destiny will be like three days away. That's right. So we are actually going to have an early episode. We will. We uh we are going to see it on the thirtieth. Uh huh. Center, center, <coughs> center, center, like a like like normal people do. Yeah, like a non psychopath. Yeah, and uh, and then we're gonna record it that night. That night, uh, we'll be we'll be either pleasantly surprised or I hope we're pleasantly surprised. To blah 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 blah. Whoa! Uh, hey, take your teeth back in. There they are. <laughs> pleasantly surprised or. Uh, What's the word? Not angry, just kind of like... Indifferent? Yeah. 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 Kind of like, I saw that coming. Yeah. I'm... Pleasantly surprised or unsurprised? There we go. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) We'll see. I want to be shocked. I'm I'm not going to lie. I am looking forward to it. I like the character so much that it's... Yeah. But... Just for the sense of it being a new adventure. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm eager for that. So yeah, I'm not gonna go into it wanting to hate it. I don't want to hate it. Yeah. I want to be. No, there's I nothing better than going you, to a movie. But you don't want to be like, oh, oh, this is gonna be so much fun. Yeah, and then yeah. you go there and like, god damn it. Yeah, it's the worst. And, yeah, I I love the feeling of going into something not expecting it to be as good as like the the feeling I had with Top Gun Maverick last mm-hmm. year. I was like, I can't believe how good this is. This like, is unbelievable. Like the best thing Jesus. that they could do is the Disney marketing department just sitting out bad vibes. For this movie yeah and then they just fucking come through with like a haymaker of a film yeah and everyone's just like oh fuck and yeah, yeah. like just uh but yeah i don't think that's what they're doing jay that's uh, the long <laughs> that's the long game they're, they're the best marketing company in Ooh. the world and uh, who would have thought the old okie doke <laughs> <laughs> the old rope doke yeah 
right. we will see in three to four short days. Till next time, Jay. Till next time, man. Yeah.